Welcome to my podcast. I'm Lebo. And this is Right Side Up. Trudy is 16 months long. Will this month never end? Anyway, hi guys. I just wanted to check in on parents this evening because, like, wow. Parents, how are you doing? Are you alright? Sure. Did you survive Christmas? Have your budgets survived Christmas? Because, yeah, Jan, we still have like 40 more weeks of January, hey? So, I hope you're alright. I hope you are in good spirits and that back to school is not driving you crazy because all I see now is just school uniforms everywhere which is just why and stationery and all these things and it's school fees and it's all the things uh, I hope you were prepared in um, you know uh, setting a budget for for this time of year because it can be stressful it can be quite stressful all the books we have to buy all the all the things, man, like with my one of my kids' schools, we have to pay like a levy every every year at the beginning of every year. I don't know why they don't just call it administration cost, like why levy? But anyway, so of course, there's an extra cost and just something else to, to consider. And then I have to send her to school with all these toiletries and things as well. Another cost. I'm just like, wow, school is not cheap, eh? School is not cheap, but it's definitely necessary. So I hope you are doing well, and I hope that you've got all your lists sorted out, school uniforms, all the things that they need. And if you haven't gotten all those things sorted out, I hope that you do soon and that you're not stressed out. So we're talking parenting, and we're talking about how parenting is such a beautiful thing, but it can be a stressful thing. Um, Never mind school and toiletries and all the things that you have to get, you know, all the external things, but the internal things, the happen behind closed doors things, the everyday teaching people how to be good humans things can be really, really stressful because these are people, you know, these are lives in our hands that we are shaping, that we are molding. And it takes all of you. It, it really just takes all of you. It takes your whole heart. It takes your mind. It takes everything, you know, as a parent to, to parent well, to, to love, to keep forgiving, keep teaching, keep researching. If you're a parent like me, I'm researching all the time um, how to do things better, how to, I, I pray about it as well. I speak to friends about it as well, but I also research like behaviors. So articles that I really, really love are articles about milestones and like things to look out for. Um, for the different age groups, you know, things that I, that I should be expecting in behavior and just, yeah, behavioral changes and things that, that my children could possibly be um, dealing with and challenges that they could possibly, possibly be facing. So I love those articles and I love having conversations about parenting as well. I would have loved to have a guest with me today, except I record this podcast, uh, this, this podcast, well, what accent is that even? I record this podcast um, late in the evening, so hopefully that will change and I will definitely get some guests in this year. Yes. And we can have um, 
you're not just just a back and forth in a, in a conversation you don't have to hear my voice all the time although i know you love my voice i love my voice but that's beside the point um so uh yeah i love i love talking to friends about about parenting as well and you know what i really really love is talking to friends who are in different stages of parenting uh parenting has got different stages which is really really cool i mean i mean of course the obvious stage is the different ages um so i love talking to to friends who've got older kids um friends who are empty nesters so who have seen all the stages of their of their children you know and now their kids are in adulthood some of their kids are married some kids have got children and so they are grandparents and they're talking about their experience now being grandparents and whatnot i love talking to friends who've just given birth my one friend just gave birth like now now in like the last week the last two weeks was it wait it was before christmas like that week before christmas she gave birth and um it's a great, it's just such a beautiful stage. Uh, I love babies. I love babies so much. But just that, like from newborn to empty nesters, there's so many stages. Uh, one teaching that I that I found really, really helpful was one by Andy Stanley and his wife. Um, they were talking about the four stages of, of parenting. I can't remember what the four stages are. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. I remember discipline. So discipline was the first one, I believe. Ah, no, I can't remember. But anyway, so it was, there's discipline, the discipline phase, there's the teaching phase, there's the friendship phase and another phase. So I can't remember where um, it goes, you know, which parts, which which number uh, it is, but it was such a helpful teaching because he and his wife, understandably, that is, were talking about how in the discipline phase, this is what you would expect, you know, like just teaching boundaries, teaching behaviors as well. Um, things like don't run out of the house naked, you know, like we don't do that, uh, you know, uh, just practical things in in the things that you should look out for and yeah like I said setting boundaries what is a good boundary what is you know what is acceptable in society what is what is acceptable in our family how do we behave as a family type of thing you know like setting those boundaries um so that's the discipline stage and also teaching of course that there are consequences to your actions um so for example with our four-year-old she has gotten into this habit of just drawing with a marker on the wall and I think all kids do this I definitely did that as a as a child um and my, my mom had these raw wood doors and I would write with chalk on raw wood like nightmare nightmare to clean N- knowing that now as a parent I'm just like wow anyway I don't know how my mom dealt with that I can't remember but or maybe I just blocked it out in any case moving on so <laughs> So just teaching that there are consequences to your actions. I mean, with with the youngest one, with her drawing all over the walls, we would talk about it and then I would end up cleaning it, you know. And that just stressed me out because I love clean spaces, but yes, I know that I've got children and I can't just have a clean house all the time. I'm not talking about that. Um, I'm talking about just boundaries because I'm, I'm a creative we are artists I've got paintings on the walls some walls I have written on um, or I've created 
a space for them to also write on the wall. So I've gotten um, that ch- chalk, what is it? Uh, chalkboard paint, and I've painted one of the walls for them to go crazy on. You know, this is the wall that you can draw on, you can write on, you can write scripture on, you can write whatever you want on. But the clear boundary is we don't write on the other walls. Like we don't write on our bedroom walls with markers. And this boundary she has she has pushed and tested and and not respected, not honored in any way. And we have spoken to her about it every time she's broken or tested that boundary. And there haven't really been any serious consequences um, because I ended up having to clean it. So this time around, she did that again, uh, drew all over her sister's wall, sister's wall too. So she doesn't do it in her room because she understands exactly what the boundary is or she understands exactly what I'm saying. But she did it to her sister's wall, her sister's bedroom wall. But I made her clean it this time. So I gave her a wet rag and she had to clean it. And she cleaned it sobbing and, you know, protesting. But she cleaned it and she she lived the consequence of, of her actions. So I doubt very much that she will write on, on the walls again. But if she were ever to, she's, she's going to have to clean up her mess. So just teaching that with her now as a four-year-old, that there are consequences to your actions. You know, um, I'm in a... So with my son, because he's, he's six turning seven, we are transitioning from that discipline phase to teaching. So it's still a little bit of both. Um, but with my nine-year-old, who's turning 10... We are fully in the teaching phase. So what Andy Stanley and his wife go on to say with this teaching that they do is that you need to be super intentional and super careful with the with the phases to not kind of mix them up, to not still be disciplining when you're supposed to be teaching, you know, and and so on and so forth. And I mean, I see the transition in my son, um, but we are not disciplining and teaching. Um, so I'm waiting for us to transition to teaching where my daughter is. So with her, it's more conversational things, you know, um, and also like active teaching that, no, this is how we take care of our body. This is um, hygiene and this is what it looks like. This is how we dress. Yes, you can choose your own outfit, but this is how we dress. This is how, you know, like all those things. And then also, this is how we take care of the house. This is how we cook. This is what you what you would expect. This is what you would expect in life in taking care of a house. It's not just, you know, when you wake up and the dishes are washed, that didn't happen magically. I did the dishes. And so you're going to do the dishes because that's what it takes to keep clean dishes, you know, things like that. Um, and also things like uh, electricity usage, um, handling hot water and you know being around hot things so it's practical teaching about everything about everything so that's where we are with my with my eldest daughter which is which is kind of fun but it also comes with like four million questions um and me being an an extroverted introvert if you will it's it can be very very taxing so i need to through these different phases that my kids are in make sure that I take care of myself take the break you know take breaks when I need to I'm teaching my my children I've always um tried to teach my children that listen the way I I operate at my 
at my best is when I get dressed and the best way for me to get dressed is for me to have time to think or time to just sit by myself it's not rejection I'm not rejecting you I'm not just saying that I don't want to play with you I just need to recharge you know type of thing so so speaking to to my children all the time about where I'm at and creating a space where they can talk to me about where they're at has been really, really great. But even in all of that, parenting is hard. Parenting is really, really hard because you are doing life under one roof as many, many personalities, you know, as these different personalities and with the different ages and stages that they're at, they need different things. So recognizing who they are and what they need um, is always the first step for me. And I also ask Jesus, like I ask Jesus, Hey Lord, like you created these people, who are they? You know, and God has answered me and God has, has shown me who, who he's created them to be. Um, for example, with, with their interests as well. Um, I've asked God like, so who are they? What are their giftings? Um, and the purpose of my asking that and praying around that is that I want to then set them up to succeed. I want to help them develop those things, you know, develop their interests, develop their skills. Um, so like with the oldest one, she loves art and fine, you know, drawing, fine art, sketching and all of that. So my plan is to look for an art class for her to attend so she can hone her skills in, in that area. You know, and if it's something that God is calling her to, that she has the skills for it. Um, my son loves, you know, physical activity. He loves martial arts. So, of course, I'm going to enroll him in some kind of martial arts situation. Um, the youngest one loves climbing and, and twisting her body and twist turn type of thing, you know. So, I'm, I'm wondering, it might, it looks a little bit like gymnastics-ish, you know, um, that she might be interested in. But also, I'm not taking it so seriously that that I'm setting their destiny in stone, you know, only Jesus can do that. So as their interests change, if they change, I'm going to help them kind of figure that out. But this is what I'm talking about, about how parenting is, is so involved and it needs, it requires all of you. Like it requires everything from you for you to give everything. And so we end up just exhausted as parents and, it's really, really taxing because you are just giving of yourself, giving everything all the time. And something that we fall into the trap of as, um, as parents is this kind of like self-deprecating, um, if that's the word, like we, we judge ourselves too harshly sometimes. Um, I definitely do that where... I beat myself up about I didn't do this well or I didn't do it uh, enough or I I could have done it differently or whatever, you know. And as much as that could be true and there are some things that I need to change as I'm learning how to parent because, I mean, this is not a natural thing, you know. As much as I love my children naturally, parenting and, and, and teaching them how to human is it doesn't come naturally to me so I have to learn because I'm learning myself how to be a human right I'm learning myself how to how to live well so now having to teach somebody else it's a lot um but I'm doing my best and I'm and I'm talking to people I'm doing research I'm reading I'm praying I'm doing all those things but I still judge myself I absolutely still judge myself and here's the thing here's the kicker right you can do everything right right everything right you can do all the things that you've wanted to do 
um, you know, to, to kind of reflect that perfect parenting picture. You can do all those things and your kids can still come back to you and tell you how much you sucked in, in that area, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so it is what it is. But sometimes I feel like I do things and I get them really, really right. Sometimes I feel like I get things really, really wrong. I feel like that's just a natural thing. But what I would... What I don't want um, and what I want to encourage you in is that we can't stay in a, in, a, in a space where we feel like we're just doing things wrong all the time because I bet we're not. I bet we're actually not. And to just cut ourselves some, some slack, you know, to cut ourselves, give ourselves a break because, yeah, parenting is hard, man. Um, it's fulfilling, it's rewarding, it's funny. I mean, it's the things that these kids say sometimes you know, just hilarious, but it is, it is a, a, a big deal and it's a, it's a big job, but luckily we don't have to do it by ourselves because we've got community. We've got, uh, whatever your community is lean into your community. I've got church community. I've got friends. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll always speak to people who've walked the road before me. And it's also nice having conversations with people who are in the same stage that my kids are in. We compare notes, we pray about it together, we read articles, we share um, different feelings about, you know, whatever. Like we, we, we just do life together. So I would definitely recommend that whatever life stage you're in uh, with your kids, that definitely lean into your community. And if you don't have a community to build one, church is always a great place to start, um, but build a community even your I mean like with my sister my sister has got two boys um they are similar ish ages to to my first two um and I mean she's my sister she's one of my best friends I talk to her about almost everything you know um so I would call her or send her a message hey what do you think about this or whatnot you know if if or when I needed to um but use your community lean into your community uh I don't, I don't feel like this whole parenting thing we're meant to, this parenting journey we're meant to walk on alone. You know, there's that African pro uh, proverb that says it takes a village to raise a child. It really, really does. Um, but let, yeah, let's lean into our, our community. I think it's definitely the first point that I would want to highlight in this whole parenting journey. Um, but then also just underpinning that all we can do is our best. A friend of mine said this uh, at one of our meetings, right, at church. She said, our job as parents is not to make our kids happy. Our job as parents is to teach our children about God. Those are the beliefs that I hold on to, um, that I lean into because I'm a, I'm a Christian, right? But whatever your right setup is, to lean into that um, and to, to go after that in your parenting. So for me, I'm going after teaching my kids about God, teaching my kids about, about generosity, about love, about empathy, about respect, about all those things, about how to do life from a Christian side or Christian perspective, you know, um, letting Holy Spirit lead them, teaching them how to pray, teaching them how to read the word, how to worship. I mean, they're young, you know, sometimes they're super interested and they're super into it. And we sing all these songs, it's got the whole world. And then other days they're just like, nah, I'm good. Not interested in that. 
so in those moments where you feel like oh oh, wait am i doing something wrong no you're not you know just like how you you are into something one day and then other days you're just like no i I don't want to do this today it's okay it's okay so to just give yourself a break and not judge let's not judge ourselves so harshly as parents i mean every mom that i speak to has judged or, or they they we judge ourselves all day long all the time um and i say mom specifically because dads just don't seem to judge themselves as as hard as as moms do i don't know is it just a dad swag um but moms i just yeah i just wanted to get on here and and be that voice of encouragement uh on a random wednesday just a voice of encouragement that that i'm sure you are doing your best that's all we can do our best and going back to what my friend said our job is not to make our kids happy it really isn't it isn't like our kids are going to be mad at us they're going to be frustrated they're going to be all sorts of things and most of the time actually when they're feeling when they're in their feels it's not about us it's not even about us um but the thing that I'm doing with my kids now is is teaching them to own their emotions. Of course, if there's something that I that they feel like I've done that has caused something um, to create the space for them to come and say, "Hey, mom, um, when you did this, it made me feel like that," and for me to take it and hear them as humans and adjust where I need to adjust and and ask for forgiveness where I need to ask for forgiveness. But more than that, like I'm not responsible and I cannot take ownership of every single thing that they feel, every single frustration that they have, um, because it's not mine. It's not mine to carry, you know? So, yeah, so I love, I love what my friend said. And it was a great reminder to me and a great encouragement to me that my job is not to make my kids happy. Like I can't perform for my children all day long, every day. I cannot be everything to them all the time. Uh, I know that as parents, we want to be. There's the temptation. We want to make our kids happy. Mom, I want this. We get it. Mom, I want that. We get it. That's not teaching them. Um, I believe that, that that particular approach doesn't teach my kids responsibility. Number one, it doesn't teach my kids a, a realistic view of life because sometimes they'll want something in life and then they can't get it. And they can't now, like, you know, throw a tantrum about it, you know. So I'm trying to to teach them. Um, I'm trying to teach them how to handle how to how to work through their feelings and how to handle disappointments how to handle different emotions that they that they will definitely feel and not take on um every single thing that they feel onto me you know and not take responsibility for every single thing that they feel so be encouraged as you walk your parenting journey and remember that You've got this, but more than that, God has got this and God has got you. So be encouraged. You are, I'm sure you are doing well. All we have to do is just love our children and teach them about Jesus. And I believe Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. You're doing well and um, drop me a message. Drop me, um, find me on my socials. Like I said, I'm on Insta, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Facebook. Uh, drop me a message. Let's chat about your parenting journey. If you've got questions, 
um, I'd love to hear your questions. I will post some questions on TikTok at some point, or maybe Instagram, actually. Um, on Instagram, we've got a, a family account called at Ramedze5. That's at R-A-M-W-E-T-S-E-5, because that's our surname, Ramedze, and there's five of us. Um, I will probably post some some question on there, and I'd love for us to have a chat, um, because this parenting journey like I said it, it takes a village it really does take a village to to raise children but also if you're feeling somehow about your parenting journey it's always great to to get encouragement about what a great job you're actually doing as a parent because it is a lot it is a lot but yeah thank you for joining me this was right side up with label I'll see you next week